Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you could enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money for other things, like a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for a year. To enter, go to Family Values Radio 1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win and look for bonus entry opportunities. That's Family Values Radio 1010.com and enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. See our website for details. Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number, 800. 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold dot com. And man, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I was able got a little golf in this weekend. The weather was was absolutely fantastic all weekend long. Uh, how about the Cardinals on a hail mary? Uh, this is probably the only football I watch. I don't watch. You know what? I really don't. I don't watch very much football anymore uh but sunday uh the cardinals played the bills and the my brothers were bills fans yeah not me uh i was a jets fan which uh is pretty embarrassing i don't think the jets have won a game this year but they were playing the bills uh checked it out uh and the cardinals won on a hail mary at the last play of the game and it was pretty exciting. Other than that, uh, I don't know what else is going on, but this is the second Monday in the last three that we got more vaccine information. Remember, two Mondays ago, gold was down a hundred bucks. Uh, you know, Pfizer vaccine. Today it was Moderna. Uh, a little different story in the gold markets today. Gold's actually up today. Uh, silver's pretty much unchanged as well. Right, right around uh, down about ten cents. Silver is. Uh, gold's up. About three bucks, uh, eighteen, yeah, eighteen ninety. The Dow is up four hundred points right now. This is the second one. This is the one, uh, and again, we kind of knew this going in. It was going to be Pfizer, then Moderna. Uh, Moderna again, same thing with this new uh, messenger RNA uh, type vaccine. Uh, this one, I'll give you what I liked a little better. And then after that, because I'm not a doctor and I can't speak intelligently on it, I'll let other people uh, do that for us. Uh, but uh, 94.5% effective. So this one it was uh, higher than the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, they give 100% of the reason why they have this vaccine to warp speed, uh, where Pfizer did not. Uh, but Moderna said, hey, without uh, President Trump and paying for it, there's no way we could have done it. Uh, Moderna is not a company that many people know, very small company, I believe in Massachusetts, but uh, not very big, which you know could be worrisome. Uh, they released a lot more data than Pfizer did. So, uh, again... Uh, I think that's a positive. But outside of that, uh, the the same thing. Uh, it, it it does have to be stored at a lower temperature. But unlike Pfizer, 
Moderna says that this can stay in the refrigerator uh, for a while. Like, not, not, I don't know, how long is a while? I don't know, you know, 10 days, 30 days, something. It can't be in there forever, but uh, it can be refrigerated for a certain amount of time, which may, you know, obviously uh, th- that makes it easier. You know, doctor's offices, at least, I, you know, not that I know what's in doctor's offices, but I, I don't believe most of them have sub-zero uh, freezers in there. But uh, this one appears appears to maybe be a little better than the Pfizer one. Again, I don't know. What I didn't see was when our dose is going to be available. I didn't see any of that. Uh, so, uh, But that was the news today. Uh, this was the Moderna. Again, same type. This new messenger RNA where they are changing the instructions or maybe changing, giving instructions to our immune system. Uh, they had, uh, well, apparently really good results. So that was that's what's driving the market today. Like I said, Dow's up 400 points. Uh, I think the big news of the day, though, is uh, gold uh, ha- handled the, the news a lot better today, and rightfully so, because let's face it, uh, COVID-19, a small part, of what's really happening out there today. Uh, we had some manufacturing data out from New York, the New York Manufacturing Index. Uh, not very good. Uh, again, uh, the the shutdowns, uh, the, the spread, coronavirus, uh, the, the numbers continue to rise. The lockdowns are starting to grow now. Uh, a lot of the states imposing different types of restrictions. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know what to to say or think. Stimulus not happening anytime soon. I I, I don't think stimulus. Maybe maybe there's going to be a shot at stimulus before Christmas. But you know, Congress goes home. I mean, we're 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 getting ready for for Thanksgiving. Which, by the way, Thanksgiving is canceled. Uh, everybody canceled Christmas. This is going to be one of these things. Again, bad news for the airline industry. Bad news for, for the vacation industry. Bad news for families. Uh, Santa Claus, Macy's has canceled Santa. Right? I, I don't know. It, it's, it's something where uh, either one of these vaccines, there's not enough of it to inoculate everybody, but maybe, and again, I haven't seen any Moderna numbers. I keep looking for them. If I see them, I'll let you know. Uh, We know that the Pfizer vaccine was only 25,000 doses because you need to take two. So they got 50,000, so that means 25,000 people uh, by the end of the year. Something like 700 million people, I think, by the end of next year for Pfizer. Uh, Don't have what the Moderna numbers are going to be, but if they're similar, then then there's a good chance that by the end of next year, hopefully this thing will be past us. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Again, now, I think the last six days, the United States had a million people uh, test positive for coronavirus. Uh, we're seeing more and more states shut down. Washington State, 
the governor there has announced strict new social distancing restrictions, uh, shutting down bars, restaurants, gyms, and other non-essential businesses for at least three weeks. Uh, Michigan, oh, by the way, oh, and this is still Washington, retail and grocery stores must limit occupancy to 25%. Malls are required to keep food courts closed. Uh, personal services, including barbershops, salons, also limited to 25% of capacity. Essentially saying, hey, you're not going to be able to stay in business. I mean, that's that's just what this means. This is what we are worried about. Uh, and all the good vaccine news. Uh, and again, I want it to be good news. I want it to be good news. I don't want these things to be dangerous. Um, and I'm hopeful that they're not, but I worry that they are. But having said that, none of that is in time to help. The Democrats, this is just what I think, are going to wait till Biden gets in. I think you're going to see every state, even the red states, are going to get a, a crackdown is coming. I don't think we're going to go full-blown lockdown. I don't think. Let's hope not. In the red states, and the blue states, very possible. And then massive, massive stimulus uh, when, when Joe, if, I should say if, Joe Biden becomes president. It doesn't mean matter. We, what, however, it's decided. This is this just rose the price tag. The price tag. You know, remember they were arguing the Republicans wanted to do a trillion. The the Democrats wanted two trillion. That's gone. That's gone. And this is why you're seeing even today with vax, good vaccine news, gold's up because the price tag just jumped significantly. Michigan, and these are bigger states now. We're talking, you know, these are states in, in the top 15. You know, when you, when you have, you know, we already know California, New York, uh, New Jersey, right? They're, they're all uh, re-entering lockdowns. You know, Florida and, and Texas are resisting the lockdowns. Uh, but now we're starting to see other states follow Washington. You just heard about Michigan. The governor there uh, said that the state could see as many as 1,000 fatalities a week in the coming months. And I hate when they say stuff like that because, you know, we've never seen that like in a single state, thousands a week. Uh, so, uh, but again, they want to scare everybody. Uh, you know, and I'm sure they found somebody out there that said, oh, yeah, that could be happening starting Monday. So that's today in Michigan. Schools are closed. Colleges are closed. Sporting games and other non-essential functions all closed for three weeks. Uh, there's talk now where uh, Thanksgiving they were talking about keeping it to 10 people or less. Now a lot of states are saying six people, four people. Uh, Fauci was already out talking about, you know, Christmas. You know, you shouldn't have anybody over for Christmas. All of these things are going to have huge effects. And again, when we're buying gold, when we're buying silver, we're buying insurance. Right? What are we buying insurance from? Well, we're buying insurance uh, against the dollar. 
right? So is the dollar going to do better or worse with shutdowns everywhere? And and I know you guys listen. You're not dumb. You you watch. We're all watching, right? We, we we're tired. We we got you know they call it lockdown fatigue or whatever. And and of course I just call it living, right? You know and and uh. No one knows better than I. You know, I almost passed. It, it, uh, Eric did pass from it. Uh, this thing—it's bad news. It's not a—it's not a great thing. But we're watching these cases, and we're watching them rise, and and we're seeing them spike all over the place. And you know, here comes the the fear machine, and all of these things. And it's so funny, and it, and it's happening with these places, and they're acting like nobody's wearing a mask. I mean, everyone's wearing a mask. It, and it's just one of those things where I fully expect much tougher restrictions coming in the vast majority of the United States. I would not be surprised. Okay. Looking at the trajectory, okay. we're now, uh, during the weekend, it goes down a little bit. Like today should be the lowest number of the week should be. But when you talk about the data from Monday through Friday, we should expect numbers between 150,000 to 200,000 a day and rising. If that's going to rise all throughout the holidays, which, of course, you know, the holidays, right? You're thinking probably... Right, because people are more people are getting together, whatnot. What it what is going to happen with if if Joe Biden is president? Is he going to lock it all down again? I mean, by that time, could you imagine? I mean, on, uh, and again, I'm making an assumption. My wife still says to me every day, Donald Trump's going to win, and I and I, I I want that to happen. I don't believe that it will. Having said that. Either way, if Biden is elected the president and the trajectory stays where it is, I have no doubt in my mind the whole country shuts down again. I think what's more likely to happen is the vast majority of the states and I'm not talking just about the blue ones, are going to get tougher restrictions. It's just it's what's going to happen. And I think this is, and I don't think I know, this is going to be even harder now. And especially, you know, you think about how many businesses, the holidays are where they make their money. So all of these businesses that were just kind of hanging on no longer hanging on. I know, uh, as you guys know, I know several different small business owners that own bars and and restaurants uh, in Arizona, and they'll all tell you the same thing. Business was getting a little better, and now since the spike, it's getting slower again. And this is a big problem. 
you know, and we sit there and we start thinking about, you know, how safe are things. You just saw there was a big bank merger uh, over the weekend. Uh, I think it was uh, BB&T, is that if, if I'm right about that? Uh, but two, two what, I, what I'll call uh, mid-size banks coming together. I think we're going to see a whole lot more of that as well. Yeah, PNC, my my fault. PNC, but BBVA. BBVA, uh, we don't have PNC here in Arizona, but there is BBVA here. Uh, they got back. It's the second biggest bank deal since the collapse of Lehman Brothers. Get ready. Less banks. Less banks are, are coming because they've got bad They've got too much bad debt, and uh, oh, here you go. So this just in New Jersey now has joined Michigan and and Washington State. So get ready, there it's happening. Here comes the lockdowns. Uh, this is going to put more stress uh, on commercial paper. Uh, they're, they're, I'm already seeing in some of the junk bond commercial paper starting to to explode back to the upside. This isn't great news for the banks. Uh, this is a very big indication we're going to see a lot more spending, a lot more spending. So figure whatever the states needed, okay, whatever they needed, whatever the cities needed, now we got to scratch that number out. And based on these restrictions, do we double it? Do we triple it? Uh, news uh, floated out this weekend that the central bank may take over the bond market. Uh, we'll talk about that in the next segment, but is this a precursor to, hey, that we're going to have to, we're just going to have to bail out uh, the banks, the treasury markets, the the pension funds? I, I don't know, uh, but it sure sounds like it that the amount of debt issuance uh, October as we did last week we just we shattered every record when it comes to October remember this year's budget deficit they haven't officially given it the number but we know it's over 3 trillion and that's the small number right the actual deficit for 2020 was 4.3 trillion dollars but remember, COVID didn't really start doing anything till March. And the government, they run their fiscal year starts in October. So we had October, November, December, January, February last year. That was, I'll call it normal. Now, granted, the budget deficit was still going to be over a trillion, but it wasn't going to be four trillion. Now it looks like 2021, we're going to have a whole fiscal year, a whole fiscal year of this. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I I would not be shocked to see seven, eight trillion as the number. I would not be. I already told you all already that the central bank's balance sheet's got to double. You know, and that was when it was only seven trillion dollars. And now we're, we're hearing reports that the central bank may take over uh, the entire treasury market. It's something that I think we need to pay attention to. 
again, I think it's another one of the precursors uh, to the digital currency, you know, that the the central bank is, well, they're, they're saying that they're just going to be the clearing house for the facility. You know, we're just going to be the clearing house. You know, don't worry. Of course, that just tells you that the banks who used to be the clearing houses can't do it. See, the banks are in much bigger trouble than they appear to be in. And now with another wave of shutdowns coming, I, I think this is going to get much bigger uh, than, than they were leading us to believe. And again, you're going to see Wall Street. Wall Street loves it. Loves it. So I, I think we're going to continue to see all-time record highs on Wall Street. We're going to see all-time record high gold prices. We're going to see all-time record high silver prices. I mean, the the uh, inflation story is real and happening. And, uh, you know, I guess I should have started with this. China just signed the largest trade deal ever. You know, when you think about it, we signed a lot of free trade agreements. Smashing every record. The Chinese are coming. The threat is real. Uh, they want to be the world's new reserve currency. And change is coming here. Get your financial house in order. I mean, just it is what it is. Right. I mean, hey, we can't do anything about it. We cannot stop these states from shutting stuff down. We can we want to, we can't. Right? Bailouts and more spending. That's the only thing they've ever known. And now we've got the biggest bubbles the world's ever seen. We'll talk about that and what the central bank plans to do in the treasury market. Like, no, sir. Okay. Put it all aside. COVID is what COVID is. The election is what the election is. What's really happening? By every metrics that we have, Wall Street has never been more overvalued ever. Now, we know that. And, of course, they'll come on that, well, you know, interest rates are zero. Uh, we're running $4 trillion deficits, and the central bank's buying everything in sight. So it's justified. And we also know, I mean, we've seen it how many times. Sooner or later, it will, it will end. I don't know when. Heck, I just told you, I think it's going to keep going for a little while. The problem is, is when it ends, it ends. And it ends quick. And now they've got new things in place they didn't have the last time. You know, the you can't sell thing. You know, that thing. The housing market. Again. Possibly more overvalued than it's ever been. And you have all these warnings of first-time home buyers, the lowest recorded in the last forty years. Right? Who could afford these things? Nobody even knows. I can't tell you how many people I know are at closings 
and not closing. It's just happening everywhere. The rules are changing constantly. It's a problem. It's a problem. But this is what happened. What did you think? We could have run 0% interest rates for like 15 years, and we could run trillions and trillions of dollars of deficits, and the central bank could could pretend that all these banks are solvent and somehow it's going to just be fine? This is what happens. We know the pattern. Really quickly becoming one of my favorite sites, Wall Street on Parade. Uh, The Martins are spectacular, and they follow the things that we probably really should be following, but they're boring, right? They're not fun, right? We rather... uh, Talk about the election and, and, and do those things. And not that that's, but that's for a lot of people, that means more to them. It shouldn't. Right? It, it, do I think it matters who won? No. I, I've said this all along. Didn't matter which one won. No matter if it's Trump or Biden. The path, the financial path, doesn't matter. The financial path doesn't matter. Friday, there was a little meeting on Friday. It was in the House Financial Service Committee meeting. In that meeting, Bill Foster, he's a congressman from Illinois, and he asked the vice chairman of uh, supervision of the Federal Reserve, Randy Quarles, The following, the treasury market is the most liquid fixed income market in the world. It serves as a critical benchmark for other bond markets that are essential. It allows the U.S. dollar to operate as as the world's dominant reserve currency. And believe me, Foster has a very valid point. The weaker our bond market becomes, the weaker the dollar is. And listen, the dollar's getting ready to take another big leg down, right? It's, it's still sitting here at 92 and change, right? But it's waiting. It's coming, right? And I, I told you stimulus, right? I thought we'd have stimulus by now. I really did. I thought, man, they're going to save Christmas. Now the, the, Christmas is gone. Can't save it now. It's too late. Even if they passed it today, well, if they agreed today on stimulus, people wouldn't get their checks in time. It's going to get rough. And there's, that means more problems in the bond market. So let's keep going. That is why it is critical that these financial pipes continue to function well. Especially as we continue to fight COVID and we work to provide fiscal relief to millions of struggling families and small businesses. And don't forget this guy's from Illinois and he's talking about uh, the state and the cities in Illinois as well. When the Fed had to step in to support the markets for treasury bonds, I view it as the financial equivalent 
of our military going to DEFCON 2. Pretty good analogy, really. Of course, what he was talking about was the dysfunction in the Treasury market. There's no dysfunction in the Treasury market. Not dysfunction. Here's the simple truth. We're issuing more debt than people can buy. Period. And now these financial institutions that buy a lot of this debt need cash. Why do they need cash? Well, because they lent out money to small businesses. They lent out money to people for their mortgages and their car payments and all these things. And that, and they're not working. There's no business to be done. Now they need the money. And, and, and the exchange was very, very interesting. Can you explain to us your view of why requiring central clearing of treasuries may be beneficial to the market functioning and what are the drawbacks or trade-offs, if any? And, of course, Quarles, Quarles answers, you know, well, we've looked at the lessons from the Treasury markets in March. We have been looking closely at the issue of a central clearing of treasuries. The advantage would be that the central clearing would reduce pressure on dealer balance sheets. <laughs> right? What he's basically saying is, hey, we're just going to be buying a whole lot more. And this is the realities. They're already buying $120 billion a month. I think it's got to double, maybe triple, triple, right? You, you start, wait, it's somewhere between, I don't know, somewhere between $250 billion to, say, four or $500 billion. Let's say $250 to $500 billion a month. That's how much I think the central bank needs to be buying. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Listen, I want to dumb it down. This is incredible news. Remember what Foster said, because he's not wrong. This would be like the military going to DEFCON 2 financially. The central bank is now saying, listen, we think we need to become the clearinghouse for the treasury market. See, what that means is, see, the, the treasury used to allow the massive banks to be the dealers because it was beneficial. They got paid to sell the treasuries on behalf of the United States. They got a fee. And because the market was so deep and so liquid, I mean, who didn't want U.S. treasuries? I mean, it was great. Right? You need to hold dollars anyway. And hey, guess what? A 10-year note, we'll pay you 6, 7, 8, 9%. Two-year note, you still get 5 or 6%. It's wonderful. And the banks get all these profits. Things are different now. 
here's the problem. Every day, we sell debt. Maybe we're selling 30 billion two-year notes and 20 billion five-year notes and 15 billion 10-year notes. I don't know, whatever it is. And every day we sell hundreds of billions. The way it is is these dealers, whatever's left, in other words, hey, there was $30 billion worth of debt we had to sell today. And there was only $25 billion worth of bids. Hmm. What happens? Well, the dealers have to take them. And this has become a huge problem. Because these same dealers, these same dealers don't have any more money to buy any more treasuries. Right, we, uh, we're going to have to sell something to buy more, right? Of course, what you would say is, well, that's great. Why don't you sell the crappy debt, right? Sell, sell your commercial real estate debt, right? They don't, but they can't because if they did, uh-oh, well, then we'll know what the real price is. We haven't marked on our stuff to what the real price is. Right? It'd be, that'd be devastating. Could you imagine if they only got 50 cents on the dollar or worse? Right? In the malls, we know, right? The mall stuff that has gone under, what have we been seeing? 10 cents and less. Some places getting one penny on the dollar. So the, the head of the, the number two at the central bank says the current system requires dealers to take those treasuries onto their balance sheets, you know, the ones that are left over, when there isn't another side to the trade. That's obviously a significant strain. Because <laughs> they know already, like I said, this it's already predetermined. The amount of debt that's going to be sold in the next year Two, five, ten is so beyond the belief of comprehension. And it's not because I'm trying to scare me. That's just math. I wish it was different. Right? We already knew we were coming to this, this problem where the, the next leg up, by the way, for baby boomer retirement starts in 2022. Right, we're doing like 10000 a day now. It actually kicks up even higher. And, and we have all of the other debt problems. And, and I don't care even if you're paying, you know, eight-tenths or nine-tenths of a percent on a 10-year note. When you've got $30, 50 $100 dollars worth of debt, it adds up. How about the cons? What could go wrong with the central bank just blowing up their balance? Because that's what that means. The central bank's balance is just going to go parabolic. The cons are really the cons of any central clearing party. And then he mumbled something, which is kind of weird. It's a complex risk management problem. See, it's just, it's complex. It has to do with risk management. There's no risk management going here. You're basically saying we're just going to buy it all. 
And so we want to think that through careful, well, carefully, for a market that is as large and as central as you correctly identified the market as being. What? That was his answer. That was the cons. The cons are really the cons of any central clearing party. It's a complex risk management problem, and we want to think that through carefully for the markets that is as large and as central as you correctly identify. That's it? We want to think about it carefully? That's the con? Wait, the con is you got to think about it? <laughs> Come on. We know what the con is. Right? This is the end of the dollar. Period. You do understand, right? They are going to be the clearing house. We are going to buy all of the U.S. Treasury debt. Makes sense, right? How do you default on it? That's how. Have your fiscal house in order. Patriot Radio News Hour. I don't write Well, we gotta we gotta think about it. That, that's a god. I agree. I do agree. The central bank thinking about anything means bad news for all of us. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold is at the highs of the day, uh, 1896 and change. Silver has gone positive now, uh, approaching $25 uh, to the ounce. The Dow is up 400 points on the Moderna vaccine announcement. But the big news... This 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 is huge now. The central bank is getting ready, it appears, to become the clearing house for the treasury markets. In other words, the the demand and the amount, right? So go to economics one oh one, the old supply and demand. Way too much supply, nowhere close to to enough demand, and now we're going to have a rap, more rapid uh, the, 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 the balance sheet of the central bank is going to get massive here. Um, you know, I, again, I thought we, we'd see a doubling by 2022. I thought uh, next year, 2021, it'd be somewhere approaching $12 trillion. Throw that out the window. Throw it out the window. Uh, this is all, again, the next step in the digital currency. It makes total sense uh, as they're getting ready to blow this out. This is why gold's rallying on vaccine news today. Uh, U.S. $10 liberties. These are the half ounce, the pre-33. These are 1866 to 1907 at 1065 today, 1065 that puts two tens at less than a twenty. You know that's where I like the tens to be, right? I, I don't like running tens on deal unless you can get them. Get two tens for less than a twenty. Thousand uh, sixty-five on U.S. ten-dollar liberties at eight hundred. 
uh, and then, uh, if you want some silver eagles, are the last of the silver eagle rolls at six hundred and twenty dollars today. Uh, but again, the news of the day, and again, you don't hear this on the idiot box, but they're already they're so far ahead of us. Uh, the central bank getting ready to become the clearinghouse for the treasury markets. I don't know when. My guess is soon. My guess is. Uh, sometime next year, the central bank is going to take over because the, the realities are they have to. Because the only way for these banks to absorb these dealers, to absorb the treasury bonds, right? they don't have, first of all, they don't have that kind of money. And in order for them to even have a chance that they would actually have to sell other debt. Right? Hey, we're going to have to sell our tier three and our tier two debt. And when they do that, they would actually get an actual price, which would mean, hey, they can't lie about write downs anymore. <laughs> right? Right? That would really mess it up. So uh, this is going to happen sooner rather than later. Uh, again, just another thing when this happens, when that announcement becomes official. Another one of those 100, 200. Could that be a $300 gold day? Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody take care. God bless. We'll be back tomorrow.